And with this in mind, like if Mixer doesn't change this, doesn't start seeing that exponential growth that the other platforms are seeing, it wouldn't surprise me if Ninja and Shroud and anyone else who signed a contract with Mixer would switch back to Twitch or another platform once their contracts were done. What's going on everyone? Welcome to another episode of This Week Today with Curious J where we talk about gaming and streaming news. I am your host, Curious J. I do appreciate y'all being here. Before we get into this week's episode, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Rogue Energy. Rogue Energy is a premium energy and focus supplement designed to optimize your mental and physical performance. Unlike unhealthy canned energy drinks, this powerful supplement can be taken daily for overall improved performance. With a formula packed full of vitamins, amino acids, and natural nootropics, Rogue Energy is a healthy way to increase your natural energy, sharpen your mental focus, reduce fatigue, improve alertness, increase exercise capacity, and facilitate creativity and learning. Rogue Energy is designed to be the best gaming drink on the market. So go check them out guys, rogueenergy.com and use code CuriousJ at checkout to save yourself 10%. Let's get into this week's episode guys. So we'll be getting a Tony Hawk's remake very soon. And it looks good. I gotta say it looks good. On May 12th, Activision announced a new remastered collection that brings together the first two Tony Hawk's Pro Skater games in one modern package with new features like online play and a more robust robust course builder it'll be coming to the ps4 xbox one and pc via the epic game store on september 4th the remastered collection will feature updated visuals all of the original levels characters and tricks extra challenges a more elaborate creative park mode where you can share custom skate parks online and brand new online multiplayer modes along with local multiplayer. On top of that, the game will include the vast majority of the iconic soundtracks, though not every song made it due to licensing issues. The remaster is being handled by Vicarious Visions, which has some history both with the Skate franchise and remaking games. Some of the studio's earlier projects were the surprisingly excellent portable versions of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, while more recently the developer released the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, also a remaster of a PlayStation era classic. The new Tony Hawk's Pro Skater retains largely the same core as the original in terms of how it controls and how it's structured. What's new is the metagame that connects the two titles together. From the sound of it, players will be able to dip in and out of both titles, and in doing so will unlock pieces the online part creator mode which is somewhat separate they didn't want the game to feel like you play tony hawk's pro skater 1 and then start over from scratch and play tony hawk's pro skater 2 just like you would have if you bought the games back in the day tony hawk's pro skater is well known both for its roster and real world skaters and its incredible soundtrack when it comes to the skaters the entire cast has returned and there were no big issues with like this Music was a different situation. It's not clear how many of the original songs will be featured in the game, nor which artists will be back, but there are at least a few that won't make it due to licensing issues, as we said earlier. The Pro Skater series remains beloved, but over the years, 
Tony Hawk brand games have become less exciting. Whether that's failed but ambitious projects like the peripheral-based Ride or more recently Frays into mobile gaming, the franchise has lost much of its luster. Which is part of what makes this remaster so exciting. It's a chance to go back to the beginning when Tony Hawk was at its best. And you know, I think we're all hoping for the best. In other news, Team Solo Mid President Lena has apologized after she accidentally leaked details on Jungler Dardock's potential LCS exit. The high-profile leak came after she was heard on a phone call in the background of Doublelift's Twitch stream. Which brings up the topic of conflict of interest. That's been a hot topic since Doublelift's trade to TSM was first approved by Riot on April 26th. The former Liquid ADC seems to have favored TSM because of Lena, you would think, right? Their relationship came under fire immediately and the pair were bombarded with accusations. Unfortunately for the couple, the spotlight has returned. After Lena leaked vital TSM transfer plans live on Doublelift's stream. On May 11th, Lena was on a business call in the background of Doublelift's broadcast. Twitch fans could hear her discussing a future, or lack thereof, for Jungler Dardock, who was part of the TSM lineup that finished 4th in spring. Lena was stating no one wants to pick up Dardock during the middle of Doublelift's stream and her conversation could be heard by viewers. The leak revealed TSM is aiming to offload their jungler, but there are no suitors. Community uproar hit the couple nearly immediately, and fans again dug up accusations that were just cooling on the conflict of interest their relationship brought to TSM. Lena responded soon after, apologizing to the community and Dardock and her lapse of judgment, considering she lives with Doublelift. She says, I'd like to make an apology to our community and to Dardock on handling an important call next to a live stream. No one wants their private information leaked and it's not fair to Dardock that this happened. At the end of the day, no one feels worse about this situation than I do. It's already difficult enough to be a TSM fan in these trying times. It has never been my intention to, nor have I ever tried to drag a, a player publicly. Lena added that the situation was 100% her fault. She also revealed TSM was indeed looking to find Dardock a new home for summer. Whether that means the organization's academy jungler, Spica, will take the starting spot has not been confirmed. Both players at the center of this new chapter of TSM offseason drama, Dardock and Doublelift, have yet to respond. The LCS Players Association and Riot Games have also not made official statements on the transfer leaks. I think this is something they're trying to let the team handle, you know, because it's not really something that they can really affect at all. When it comes to like Dardock's, you know, potential value, I think maybe that's where they can kind of chime in a little bit, but yeah, I think they're trying to leave it up to the teams. But so what do y'all think about this? Like, should a player in the TSM roster be dating the team's president? I mean, keep in mind, she may not play much of a part in the decision making of what he does or how he plays. But I think it'll definitely affect, you know, maybe how the coaches decide to treat him knowing he's dating the president. Like maybe they in a situation where they would have to reprimand him, they, they might think to themselves, maybe I better not just to kind of make an example out of it. 
and it may make the other teammates feel like he has an edge over them with that kind of an advantage. I mean, he's dating the team's president. Lena and Doublelift claim to keep it completely professional when it comes to their work life and their relationship. But, I mean, Lena having made this call in the same room that Doublelift was streaming, definitely unprofessional. But yeah, let me know what y'all think, guys, in the comment section below. So last but not least, this is always like one of my favorite topics to talk about both on and off stream. I love talking about numbers, statistics, and, and all this other stuff, especially when it comes to the streaming industry. So as the streaming industry booms, Microsoft's mixer remains dead in the water. Oh, man, you hate to see it. A report detailing the growth of the video game streaming industry recently showcased how much the stay-at-home efforts may have boosted viewership for all but one specific platform. As the pandemic began to spread across the globe, it has changed the way millions of us consume content and work. Cloud-based working platforms like Microsoft Teams and Slack have seen a massive surge in users, and gaming platforms like Xbox Live and PlayStation Network have also seen record growth. One other area that has been seeing record numbers is video game streaming platforms. A recent report from Stream Elements detailed how various platforms such as Facebook Gaming, YouTube Gaming, Twitch, and others have reported triple-figure year-over-year growth, owing in part to the pandemic. One very notable elephant in the room is Microsoft's Mixer platform, which remains utterly, tragically flat. While the industry as a whole effectively doubled year over year, Microsoft's own growth remained flat at a measly 0.2% year over year. Without the pandemic, it's not hard to envision that Mixer would have shrunk during this period instead, suggesting that the platform has a serious issue retaining users, especially when you see like Facebook gaming had a 238% growth. YouTube gaming had a 65% growth, which isn't the best, but it's still growth. And Twitch had about 100%. I mean, the point two is, oh man, like I said, you hate to see it. Mixer was always the underdog going into this battle. Facebook and YouTube have utterly massive established audiences they can leverage to soak up users. And Twitch remains the dominant force in this space with the lion's share of the industry's celebrities. Mixer also has a fair amount of systemic problems with platform instability often cited as a reason people don't stick around. Pulling in big names like Ninja and Shroud doesn't seem to have helped the platform grow as a whole, particularly when you consider the fact other platforms are also splashing the cash around. I mean, YouTube bought up exclusive rights to the entire Activision Blizzard streaming esports op operation. Alongside etching a deal with YouTube heavyweight PewDiePie for streaming shows, the future of Mixer truly remains uncertain. As anyone following Microsoft for any length of time will know, the company, the company generally doesn't stick it out with a failing product for very long. Microsoft may be able to turn the tide, particularly if future games like Halo Infinite manage to rack up a healthy exclusive esports presence. That said, Typically, Xbox has been putting its shows across all platforms, rather than on Mixer exclusively. Will Mixer survive? And right now, it's not really looking great, but who knows? 
I hope it does, because I personally like the competition between the streaming platforms, but it's clear to see that something is wrong with Mixer considering the exponential growth that the other platforms are seeing. And with this in mind, like if Mixer doesn't change this, doesn't start seeing that exponential growth that the other platforms are seeing, it wouldn't surprise me if Ninja and Shroud and anyone else who signed a contract with Mixer would switch back to Twitch or another platform once their contracts were done. I mean, it's totally possible, but I guess only time will tell, right? That's going to be it for this week's episode, guys. Uh, thank you all for sticking around and watching this, whether you're watching this on the YouTube VOD, listening to it on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play Music, wherever this is on. I do appreciate you guys. Uh, just a quick reminder, I do stream on Twitch. Still working on that schedule, so not 100% sure when I'll be live, but follow me on Twitch, turn those notifications on, follow me on Twitter uh, to keep up to date with that schedule, and I hope to see y'all there. Take it easy, guys. Stay curious. Peace.